G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. You'll no doubt be aware of the significance of the ongoing controversy over our national airline, Qantas. Businessman Stuart Ballantyne was the spark that ignited a firestorm of headlines just recently when a letter that he wrote to the Qantas board was endorsed by tennis legend Margaret Court. Well, some of the main criticisms are that the Qantas CEO, Alan Joyce, shouldn't use the resources of a public company to promote his personal political support for same-sex marriage. Well, Stuart Ballantyne has questioned whether it's in the interest of customers and shareholders. The issue has continued to bubble along with pressure on company CEOs to be more cautious with the use of public company resources. Stuart Ballantyne is the Managing Director of Australia's largest independent ship design company called Sea Transport Corp. It's been a roller coaster ride over the past two weeks and some heated exchanges have happened in the world media as a result. Well, yesterday afternoon I spoke to Stuart Ballantyne to glean some of the background of his views and on two letters that expressed major concerns about the Qantas board. Well, one of the most significant concerns that Mr. Ballantyne has expressed over the uh, issues to do with Qantas is to do with safety concerns at Qantas and the international image of the Australian national carrier as reflecting an acceptance of homosexuality as a norm in the push for same-sex marriage. Well, Mr. Ballantyne suggested that many of the terror attacks around the world are based on extremist Islamists expressing their violent acts based on the idea that the image of the West is immoral and promoting lifestyles like homosexuality. He suggested that Islamists are offended by many things and very easily offended, as exemplified in the attack on the Charlie Hebdo outfit in France, which was an attack on cartoonists that offended Islam. I asked Stuart Ballantyne about his concerns that Alan Joyce, as the CEO of Qantas, may be jeopardising the safety of Qantas by continuing his crusade for homosexual marriage. Well, it's a serious thing to think about, and some people will say, oh, you're drawing a long bow to make that uh, the the sort of uh, issue where uh, Qantas may well become a target for Islamic extremists, uh, but there is a sense in which this is something that Islamic extremists have done in the past, and, and as you say, uh, putting Qantas passengers at risk. Absolutely, and uh, you, you could say, well, it's drawing a long bow. That, that would be all right if Qantas was actually just a, an Australian domestic company, but it's not. It's an international company. It actually partners with uh, Muslim-controlled airlines, um, and Mr. Joyce would not, in any circumstances, stand up in Dubai or Abu Dhabi and proclaim his uh, sexuality and his promotion of uh, 
homosexuality across the board. So he, he does it within the safety of the Australian uh, legal system. Uh, and I believe that that's uh, jeopardy. He shouldn't be using the airline to do that. What you're saying is that internationally, Qantas is a huge brand name and it represents Australia. And when you have the CEO who stands for homosexual rights, there are some extreme people and, uh, as you say, in the Muslim world who would look at that and see, uh, in some ways, uh, an attack potentially on Qantas as as a way to actually uh, highlight this uh, whole homosexual agenda and, uh, and even label Australia as as being in that mould. Is that the, is that what you're saying? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, I'm sure the cartoonists in, in uh, Paris, uh, if somebody said, "Look, you know, these people come." in here with machine guns and kill you for this sort of thing. They were like, oh, that's, no, they wouldn't do that. <laughs> they do. In fact, they, they'll blow you up uh, for no reason at all. So, But being slightly offended, that gives them a good reason. Okay. You've copped a lot of flack yourself over these past couple of weeks. Uh, there's been threats to yourself and your own company. Are you able to tell us what sort of things have happened with you personally? Oh, yes, no. It was some gay rights activists. And uh, if you actually look at my letter, I'm not picking on gays per se. I'm just picking on uh, Alan Joyce championing uh, uh, his... No, it's not his company. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's his shareholders company and he should not be using that position to uh, champion this cause so I think the the guys uh, through gay rights uh, these gay rights activists have managed to get through to my company uh, they're offended by me picking on their poster boy that's all it's not about anything I've said it's just they're offended at me picking on Alan Joyce but Alan Joyce deserves to be picked on well, this week he's been awarded a an award uh, with the Queen's Birthday Honours. Uh, in some sense, he's even though he's the poster boy uh, for the same-sex marriage debate, uh, he's also been elevated to a certain status where he's been seen as something of a, a, a forerunner, a leader, a, even a national hero. What are you? What are your thoughts on on that sort of status? <laughs> well, actually, I think it's very funny. <laughs> I mean, I'm a I started this company from nothing 40 years ago, and I've taken this company from a nothing uh, ship design company to one of the top in the world. And along the way, we collected eight awards. I'm very happy about that, very proud of that for a small Queensland company. Um, whereas Alan Joyce, since the, in the nine years he's been with Qantas, he's taken it from the second most popular airline in the world down to number nine. He's sacked about 4,500 people. Uh, he wrote off $2.6 billion. He got a free kick from the uh, uh, fuel, uh, the drop in fuel price, and he still can't make an acceptable return on equity or dividends to his shareholders. And he's, bat- he's sort of batting at roughly 20% of what Air New Zealand is doing. So uh, for him to get a gong, I thought this was very funny, bewildering almost. Stuart, some might say here we have a spat between two CEOs of big companies. Uh, is this something that people, have, if they say uh, this is a personal uh, 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 
uh, argument that these two should have one to another? Isn't it becoming very public? Uh, some might say, well, uh, who's Stuart Ballantyne as, uh, as the managing director of Sea Transport Corp? I mean, aren't you using your position uh, to to talk about uh, perhaps even a Christian ideal on what sexuality should look like? Uh, well, that's that, that's a it's a good question. Um, the fact is that I am the major shareholder in this company. I did start it from nothing. I've created um, probably thirteen thousand man years of employment, um, and I'm very proud of that. So when I said that my people should not be travelling with uh, uh, Qantas because I, I felt that the ban on the the pie man was petulant and hissy, as I said in my letter. And I thought a Qantas would be better than that, uh, quite frankly, a lemon meringue pie in the face. Um, and uh, I think that uh, I, I then said that bans go both ways. So I'm banning my people uh, from going on Qantas, including myself, and a half a million frequent flyer points sitting in the in the wings, uh, because I do believe they're endangering the company. He's endangering the company. Um, and just Probably two or three weeks ago, Chip Legrand in the Weekend Australian wrote a very good article on the imminent terrorist attack on a large scale in Australia was overdue. Now, uh, we all know that these guys are erratic in their behavior, um, and they're just looking around for uh, uh, targets that they can, uh, you know, just annoy the West. And I don't believe you should be standing up there saying, pick me, pick me. This is, uh, I wouldn't be doing that. If I was the CEO of Qantas, I wouldn't be doing that. I'd be trying to focus on making a good airline great. Stuart, how many employees are there in Sea Transport Corp? Oh, um, probably around about 30, 35. And then the subcontractors to that, there's probably a couple of hundred who were involved in shipbuilding and bits and pieces like that. And so far as uh, the encouragement to other CEOs of companies, and of course uh, there's a difference, isn't there, as you demonstrate, there's a difference between someone who's built their own company and uh, and that does have their own personal thoughts and even political views behind it. But if you're the CEO of a public company, it's a shareholder-owned company and you ought not to be so uh, loose with the way that you use the resources of that company to promote a political motive. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Absolutely, because uh, you say, I know a man by his works, and say, well, okay, well, let's look, you know, does he really deserve accolades? And the, the answer is a resounding no. Uh, and uh, why the Qantas board still employment is, is bewildering, uh, because he just hasn't performed well. So... We'll continue our conversation in just a few moments. Our guest is Stuart Ballantyne, Managing Director of Australia's largest independent ship design company, Sea Transport Corp. And at the centre of the firestorm of headlines of recent times involving the tennis legend Margaret Court and the response to Qantas using the resources of a public company to promote political support for same-sex marriage. We're back with more in just a short while. We're unpacking some deeper insights today into the controversy that was born just a couple of weeks ago. And you might have been following along the headlines that really swept around the world and are still continuing. People still talking about Margaret Court 
and the things that she said about tennis. And, of course, Margaret was responding to a letter that was written by businessman Stuart Ballantyne to the board of Qantas, uh, making some comments about Qantas and the use of resources to support a political view of same-sex marriage. Well, Stuart Ballantyne is our guest. He's managing director of Australia's largest independent ship design company, Sea Transport Corp. Now, Stuart, let me just come back to the incident that happened with the CEO of Qantas, Alan Joyce, uh, when a man who is a Christian uh, put a pie into Alan Joyce's face. And it was a tremendous insult and uh, certainly not endorsed by anyone uh, that I can think of uh, as being a sensible or even right thing for anyone to do. But you've read something else into the response of Alan Joyce. How do you see his response to the banning of this man uh, from ever flying on Qantas? Well, okay. Uh, Neil, I actually was in Central America when the incident happened uh, because we we've, uh, we sell most of our designs offshore. Uh, and uh, when I heard about this, uh, and then I followed it very carefully and found what, uh, that Qantas had banned him for life from Qantas and uh, uh, Jetstar. And I thought, well, and as I put in my letter to the board, I, res- I thought that response was petulant and hissy. It was a girly type thing to do, which uh, um, I, I thought it was terrible. And I was expecting better from Qantas. So if somebody stuck a pie in my face, well, I'm from a, I'm from a large family, so <laughs> I'm used to that sort of thing. Uh, or number three of six kids. But uh, obviously, uh, I think I think it was a message from Alan Joyce uh, to the Christians: uh, don't mess with the same-sex marriage campaign. You know, or else we look what we've done to this guy. I mean, but Qantas, as I said, carry guys coming out of jail, murderers, you know, rapists, pedophiles, even bank managers. And, uh, you know, for a guy to stick a pie in someone's face, especially when the guy's got a clean record and has uh, reacted to something that he found offensive, I mean, that's not a big deal, really. The interesting thing here is that you're joining some dots and you're saying this is a message to all Christians, uh, don't mess with the same-sex campaign. And uh, and I imagine that uh, for those listening to our conversation today, uh, you might be suggesting that Alan Joyce has in fact sent a message to each of our listeners. Uh, yes, I think that was... Uh I think probably his advisors uh, have said, oh, we've got to send a message to these Christians, you know, um, let's ban this 67-year-old uh, for life, and that'll send the right message across. You know, it's the reason why they hang people is to send a message <laughs> to other people. Okay, uh, let's talk about uh, some other things that you've been saying. And, uh, of course, there's been a lot of media that's been on the side of Alan Joyce, on the side of Qantas, on the side of same-sex marriage. Uh, you're even calling for uh, the ABC to be uh, defunded in some sense or privatised to a certain extent. Uh, what are your thoughts about media organisations, and including the ABC? Uh, well, the ABC, uh, I think every small business in the country, and I regard myself as a, just really a small business, um, we're, we're mainly appalled at uh, the ABC because their view is always left. Um, it's always pro, pro-green, pro pro-gay, and uh, there is no balanced reporting, which is, has, has been a, uh, a constant disappointment uh, for me. And... Uh, 
when Tony Abbott was just about to take the throne in 2013 election, I sent a message uh, through our mutual friend, Ross Cameron, and said, please tell Tony Abbott the only one thing he should do on day one is to sell 51% of the ABC. One, because we need the money. And two, we don't need the hassle. The community doesn't need the aggravation that the ABC brings forward to. Now, of course, the ABC is not the only left-leaning media organisation in the country. Uh, you've got a, a certain sense in which your commentary uh, is not so much about media as it is about a noticeable deterioration in culture and respect and honour and uh, those sorts of uh, very significant virtues of integrity that a nation needs. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on the deterioration of culture? Uh, yes, it's a, I believe that the, the deterioration really has been uh, led by the media. I mean, you, 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 you watch uh, or you listen to uh, profane language at primetime TV these days, and it's just it's sort of starting to be considered normal, and I think that's appalling. But uh, the, the thing about the ABC, I don't like my taxpayer dollars uh, to, to fund a billion, what was it, a billion, or well, 1.1 billion a year for people to tell me just one side of the story. And, of course, company owners, CEOs, uh, have grouped together in some sense and whole-page advertisements have been posted in newspapers, uh, all in support of issues to do with same-sex marriage. You're endeavouring to rally uh, business owners, CEOs, on the other side of the fence that don't want to change the definition of marriage. How do you think business owners and business people ought to be reacting uh, to your call uh, to show some moral leadership in the nation? Uh, I'm really not uh, campaigning for the, the, the same-sex marriage per se. I'm campaigning for free speech. And uh, we should have free speech in the country, which we're not having at the moment. Is what, and it's exactly what that Margaret Court has been ambushed for her free speech. And I think that is totally wrong. And the, there seems to be, I would say, 10% of the population are, uh, you know, if you like, uh, green stroke, gay stroke, left-leaning stroke, ABC watching, and it's a minority. But they would have us believe that it is 95%, and I don't believe that at all because, I mean, I'm mixed with a lot of people. Uh, and, uh, you know, the majority, the overwhelming majority uh, of for, for free speech and against same-sex marriage. And that's the reason why they're trying to shut down the plebiscite is because I, I believe that they know already the majority of Australians will uh, vote against the same-sex marriage. Stuart, you're a rock-solid and long-time Christian, and uh, this idea of standing for truth, uh, it's not as comfortable for some because there's a risk to standing for truth these days. What's your encouragement to Christian believers uh, to be courageous in the way that they do stand up and be counted when it comes to issues like free speech or defending uh, the, uh, the traditional definition of marriage? Well, if history tells us anything, it is unless you're fight for what you believe in, it will be forcefully taken from you. So a lesson in there uh, for all of us, not to be complacent. Uh, the idea of complacency and, and the, the she'll-be-right attitude, that's, uh, it's got a few difficulties to it. Oh, absolutely. I think the, 
the, the problem with Australia is that we've got too many of us sitting down on the, on the couch watching the TV and being influenced by the TV and uh, just saying, well, just shrugging the shoulders when they're asked something serious. Uh, but no, I mean, <laughs> we've got an immigration policy that that uh, we realized 20 years too late that it was incorrect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and yet people 20 years ago and 25 years ago were saying this shouldn't be happening. And uh, now, now, finally, some of the politicians say, well, hang on, we're, we're letting people into the country that will not assimilate themselves. And that's a bit of a shame. But it's just a sign of bad leadership. But now we've actually got to do something, but it perhaps is too late. Well, Stuart, it's good getting your insights. Uh, These issues continue to bubble along. Uh, Appreciate you taking some time to share them with us. Uh, Stuart Ballantyne, the Managing Director of Australia's largest independent ship design company, Sea Transport Corp. Stuart, thanks for being with us on 2020 today. Thanks very much, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.